Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is A Vague Idea. It's a comedy trivia podcast. I'm Nate Regolia, and each week we subject our guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea. And this week we're going to be talking about the wonderful zippity-doo-dah world of Disney. And to do so, we have two fabulous returning guests. Uh, You know them. You love them. Our first returning guest is currently in the land of Disney World or the world of Disneyland. Uh, That doesn't make sense either way, but I'm I'm leaving it in. Uh, It's it's Lynn Teasley. Lynn, you're in Orlando. Why? I am. Well, it's spring break, but also uh, my partner has a conference here. So I get to tag along and uh, sit by the pool and literally sip my ties. That's fantastic. But I'm not at Disney. What kind of conference? Yeah, so it's not a Disney-related conference. So it's not a monorail conference. It's not a (laughs) uh, Ring of Nations conference. No, um, honestly, I don't know what it is, really. It has something to do with investors and back on the the good vibes of being in Orlando. So that's kind of rad. Great. The good vibes of being in Orlando. You heard it here first. I literally laid by the pool for three hours today. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely jealous. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like, no, I'm not. I don't care. Yeah, I would like to lay by a pool for, for any number of hours. Although I would probably need a substantial amount of sunscreen because I will burn <laughs> to a crisp very quickly. Yeah, this is the advantage <laughs> of having dark skin, yes. <laughs> uh, our, our second returning guest, not in Orlando. She is in yeah. Denver, Colorado. <laughs> And yeah. uh, and she's she's kicking ass and taking names, I assume, as usual. <laughs> it's Monica Morris. Monica, welcome back. I was, like, I was waiting for something. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, I'm in I'm in Denver, not in Orlando. Although I will tell you, I have been to a conference at the Disney World Resort. It's fucking awful. I'm just gonna tell you that the like I Which was at the Swan and Swan and Dolphin. Oh, yeah, that was my yeah, and there was. There was not one bit of like a healthy food to be found there. There was like the wilted <laughs> salad. I remember I came back from a, from like a four day conference there, and I literally just ate broccoli for a week. I was they like, only like, serve swan some, like, and dolphin veg- there, right? Huh? They only serve swan and dolphin there. Is that yes, correct? Exactly. It's yeah, delicious. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very it's hipster delicious. establishment. Free yeah. <laughs> free range, free range swan and dolphin. Yeah. Actually, you get to pick them. You need to say, like, I'll take that one. So I will say, like, no shade to Universal, but Disney is better when you have food allergies because literally I have eaten gummy bears and uh, this morning I had fruit and also bacon. That was it. I mean, that's, that sounds great to me. <laughs> that yeah. like a good day. Gummy bears, fruit, and bacon. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's the three food groups. <laughs> there you go. Candy, sugar, and maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. The food pyramid has become very simple. There's, there's yeah, gummy yeah. bears at the top. You need a wide base of bacon and a little bit of vegetables in the middle. There you go. <laughs> Nate, I don't know that that is exactly FDA approved, but okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I am a podcast certified internet nutritionist and I can make claims like this that are not approved by the FDA. You've got to take the pills that I offer you. Okay. There you go. These pills are revolutionary. They will make you feel younger and uh, they'll probably promote sexual health, increase the size of your the ejaculate, you know, all sorts of stuff. 
that's what all the ladies want yes yeah 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 there's there is there's actually there appears to be a market for this on the internet now i'm seeing a lot of memes posted about these facebook ads where guys are getting facebook ads that say like oh this like will increase your load to porn star levels and it's like who is that for because (laughs) if you're alone if you're alone it's a lot more cleanup and if you're with somebody they don't really (laughs) want to deal with it like no like, like i've never like i've never been in my life been having sex and been like oh wow this dude's load is like huge yeah <laughs> finally like, finally i got enough to, I've been waiting, to I've really been just spread whole, it around I've been, this, I've been waiting for this my whole life yeah, yeah. And said no woman ever or no ever. person ever and i like yeah and i don't want it in my face so like that's no, no, that's, yeah. that's the thing is that it's yeah it's marketed <laughs> under this misconception this like male misconception that somehow there's any woman who exists who wants it like anywhere <laughs> and like oh well if there's a lot of it it's impressive and it's like no all of this is just not necessary don't listen to porn friends don't listen to porn i mean watch it if you want to but don't don't take it for turn the sound off you heard it here first <laughs> yeah <laughs> subtitles only yeah you're not gonna watch it for about 30 seconds you're fine <laughs> I mean, hey, that's we're just, we're just talking mathematical averages at this point. Uh, Sorry, Disney, for what is about to go out over the air. Oh, yes, don't! I love, I love, I love, I love that we started Disney podcast with talk about <laughs> semen and porn. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, look, I figure I'm poking the bear by even having this as the theme. So, if hey, look, they I they mean, might just buy like, the show from me to take it off the I, air, and that's fine. I feel like. <laughs> If all the rumors about Walt Disney are true, he would actually love this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not no, implying that not I'm a closeted Nazi, are you? Yeah, not. yeah, exactly. <laughs> there might be an implication about a certain Mr. Disney. Right. Maybe. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's let's talk about Disney now. Um, so I just want to open. Like- look, there's an elephant in the room. And that is the fact that a bunch of Disney employees have been walking out because Disney has not been very aggressive in their rejection of Florida's don't say gay law. So let's talk about that for a second. I mean, who do they think works for Disney? Well, I yeah. mean, seriously, it's uh, it's so maddening to me with anything like not saying anything, uh, donating money to the people who wrote this insane law. Like, who do they think works for Disney? I'd really like to know. Well, and how do they think that this reflects on Disney's general ethos of like, hey, you can be whatever you want to be. And like, when you wish upon a star, like all of these things are very much about like individual self-actualization. Yeah. Yeah. Not about, oh, well, only when it's politically convenient should you actualize (laughs) anything. I mean, right. even even the least uh, aggressive of the Disney princesses is still breaking a social norm. Very true. In their plot, like they're all aggressively acting against the establishment. So the idea that they would be so afraid of the establishment uh, is kind of absurd, especially when it's like it's not like this is a small company. No, in fact, I, mean, I think. Oh, go ahead. It's I, it's pure capitalism, right? I mean you go where the money is and so mainstream like it it is it does make you more money to like throw in a gay character or to like talk about 
periods and the new like turning you know turns turning red or whatever the new um then you know so it's you know to have like diverse characters but when you're in a place that like literally generates you know millions of dollars for you and tax breaks and things like that you're going to be conveniently silent as as long as it helps your bottom line so yeah. I'm not they're surprised. gonna be sad when there's nobody to dance you know during the shows that they put on there's there's nobody I mean, to make costumes when there's nobody to choreograph and direct like and I, there are other people who work in like IT and stuff that are also gay so it is ridiculous of them to support even if it's just kind of by proxy a bill that is so well bigoted is the word that comes to mind yeah yeah i mean to monica's point though like there is the issue too that who probably kept the parks fullest during the pandemic over the last two years but the conservative audience who was like yeah whatever right we we shouldn't have had to wear masks at all in the first i mean it's it is there's like there is a shrewd capitalistic problem here that is just hey how do we make the most money on the most things that are trendy at the time and if the trend is well yeah people are more accepting of these groups of people well yeah let's include them in the movies but let's also not uh, allow that to negatively impact us either and that is that is the disgusting reality we live in right now that everything is so ex uh, exploitative rather than being genuine right like I, I have sincere concerns that any movement could even exist now because everything gets turned into a slogan or a T-shirt and then immediately ceases to have any power over anything. Right. I mean, right. even like even like Black Lives Matter doesn't seem like anybody cares that it exists anymore. I see hundreds of signs every day walking around, but it's not like there's any sort of action happening. It's just sort of like, right. well, we bought our sign and it's in the window. So you all know that we get it. The end. And it's <laughs> we like, like it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's completely performative and it's just kind of like saying, oh, you know, we're not racist because we have a black Disney princess who literally spends 75% of the movie as a fucking frog. Yeah. Right. Anyway. In in <laughs> one of the worst movies that they made. Like it's just not one even a good movie. Like it's boring well, and, and Soul, confusing. Yeah. Soul, yeah. which I did enjoy, but he spends about 75% of the movie as, as a, a ghost. ghost. And a blue well, ghost. A blue ghost. And Tina Fey's character is the main character. So it's very strange. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I mean it's with, just... yeah, go ahead. It means nothing. And so there can be, Disney can be like, look, we put, you know, we put a gay kiss here and we put gay people here. And we have this Chinese American, you know, this Chinese Canadian princess. And, you know, we, we yeah, it's doesn't, I mean, it doesn't it's mean, like I mean, it Juneteenth. Doesn't mean it's like Juneteenth. Nobody asked for it to be a holiday and yet it's a holiday. Right. Well, because mm-hmm. that's a lot easier than actually saying like, you know, reparations probably really does make the most sense, but we're never going to do that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and keep throwing tokens of things. I mean, that's right. It, it was the same. It's sort of the same thing with like International Women's Day coming and going and how it's like, just just actually do something for women. Like, <laughs> like all these people come the out and they're like, hey, started. happy International Women's Day uh, starting tomorrow. I'll go back to repealing Roe v. Wade for you. Okay, see ya. <laughs> but yeah. like, like, I saw this really, I saw this, I saw this really um, interesting set of um, uh, tweets for National Women's Day. It's like, and it was like, you know, this company would say, Happy National Women's Day. And this other guy would be all like, 
you know, of their top female executives, they make 20% less than the other, you know, they're like, and they do that for like tons of companies. They're like, there's a 17% pay gap here. There's a 15% pay gap here. There's a 30% pay gap here. And you're like, happy <laughs> women's day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the internet. Oh, it's great. We're really, we're doing wonderful things faster and horrible things faster at the same time. It's a tool. It's all in how you use it, right? It's it's true. Yeah. 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 This brings us back to the whole thing about increasing your load size with these pills. Okay. Because it is about how you loot. No. Um, <laughs> what are these pills called, Nate? I don't like, I don't, I don't pay that close they, attention. I'll let you know when they arrive. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, the subscription doesn't You're start for another couple of days, and then I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. You'll keep uh, us all posted. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to give you each one point for that uh, opening conversation. Woo. Great job. Uh, let's just get started here. So, Monica, do you have a vague idea about Der Fuhrer's face? Der Fuhrer's face? Yeah, Der Fuhrer's face. Oh, I let me think. I'm thinking it was probably because Disney did a lot of like propaganda films for during World War II. And uh and so you know they they would they would make cart you know how they did those like those newsreels and there'd be like cartoons and the newsreels and so Disney did a lot of like propaganda films at the beginning. Um so during World War, you know, during World War II to like um and you know so he probably you know he probably they probably did a, a cartoon or something a new in a newsreel about their fear so that's what i'm thinking great that's my vague idea i i like it i like it lynn anything to add about der Führer's face i don't have anything to add more except that i can't imagine it was terribly um not anti-nazi at the time since <laughs> Disney himself wasn't terribly anti-Nazi. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, I while while you are correct uh, that he wasn't entirely anti-Nazi, at least in hiring practices, as, as greatly evidenced. Um, this was a hard swing anti-Nazi short film oh. featuring Donald Duck. Uh, Donald Duck wakes up and uh, is working in a Nazi factory in a nightmare scenario. So this film starts with a German Oompa band composed of Joseph Goebbels, Heinrich Himmler, and Hideki Tojo, plus oh Herman Goering and Benito Mussolini, all playing instruments oh, nice. and, okay. uh, and marching through town. And uh, Donald Duck is just in this nightmare world where he has to uh, produce artillery shells for the Nazis. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty gross. Oh. Pretty gross stuff. There is, there is. If you go to the Wikipedia, there is a an image of Donald Duck heiling Hitler, which is uh, oh. uh, that's some oh. legit shit right there. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's just something Disney made in 1943. So they made they made Donald they made Donald a Nazi. Yeah, well, you know, he's the whitest. He's the whitest character they had available. I think so. Probably true. Just made sense. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. A lot, when, I, when researching to put this episode together, there are so many Disney productions. Sure. It is, it is mind boggling. This is one of like 
700 things that I could that I could have picked from. So uh, great job. Monica, two points. Lynn, one point. <laughs> awesome. So many horrifying things that Disney does still. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get There's, into that. Some sure. of them are a little more coded and others are just about other things Much that are so. not coded. They're just practices. Yeah. Like when they <laughs> gay code people or characters like Scar from The Lion King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and they're always and like, Ursula. And they're always they're always villains. Like gay people are mm-hmm. gay people are are effeminate men or villains. Up until mm-hmm. well, uh, Ursula too. Merida from uh, uh what's that? Brave. One? Brave. Yeah. Brave. Brave. Oh. Yeah. Where Tangled she she's supposed to be gay from everything I read, but they also just code her as not having. She doesn't have anything. She's asexual, which means well, yeah, she can be a lesbian if she's asexual. I don't know. It's <laughs> anyway. Look, yeah. we've all been uh, indoctrinated with some fucked up shit. Um, we, we don't have to go into it too much here, but I mean, it, it's interesting yeah. to the extent how how great an extent Disney films created the, the country we live in now and how, you know, the combination the of like media producer for children and yeah, who yeah. better to to indoctrinate kids yeah just like the subtlety of like red scare politics mixed with like subtle anti-semitism and all these things that blend together into like oh hey these are just this is just how you should view the world uh yeah yeah yeah, real scary um Mm -hmm. round number two lynn do you have a vague idea about the carousel of progress i do not what do you think it could be um it's either a ride at Disney World or Disneyland, but I don't recall ever seeing that. Or it's one of those weird uh, movies they used to put out where it's, you know, here's the house of the future. Here's the car of the future, that kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know about the Carousel of Progress. All right. All right. I mean, you, you got you got pretty damn close. You got pretty damn close. Really? Yeah. Monica, Carousel of Progress. Do you have a, an idea about that? I mean, I... I would I would assume it's either um, on it's a small world after all when you go you know how you go through like different like vignettes in like it's a small world after all but I think if you th- but if you think about Disneyland particularly Disneyland at the t- I don't know what it's like now but when I was growing up it had Tomorrowland it had um, you know all of these different. Um, places that you could go and so you and it's kind of like in a circle and so you would just kind of go you know around in um in a circle so it's not necessarily an actual carousel but it's just kind of like the carousel like just how um you know you can how you progress how, through the park how you how you progress through disneyland all right so. all right yeah yeah i mean you're both you're both close but not exactly correct i mean I started off with a couple of bangers, right? It's real, yeah. <laughs> real softballs. Uh, the Carousel yes. of Progress is a rotating theater audio animatronic stage show that is in Tomorrowland at Walt Disney, uh, Walt Disney World oh. in Bay Lake, Florida, just outside of Orlando. And uh, it was I've never been to Disney World, so. Oh, oh, see, and I've been a bunch, but I don't remember the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, so it started, it was originally at the New York World's Fair in 1964. And then it was moved to Disneyland in Anaheim from 67 until 73. And it basically is a sort of nostalgia futurism 
uh, rotating experience. So it starts with like the turn of the 20th century life and rotates through to show us how important electricity is and all these things that have led to the modern advances. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I can only assume that there's something that's like, hey, ladies, you can finally do dishes and make a roast at the same time. Look at how better your life is now. This is progress. Thanks to science. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's progress. Um, it is progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a there, oh there's a, a turn of the century section that features uh, a couple of people on Valentine's Day talking about Thomas Edison and electric lights. There is a Roaring Twenties section, and uh, and it just kind of goes goes through the years. It's kind of that very interesting nostalgia bit. Wow. Though. I, I I like the uh, World's Fair vibe, right? I've always thought that that was really. Why don't we do more of those? Why don't we bring the world together? Shouldn't we really? I mean, wouldn't that be cool to? I mean, I would like to go, cool. especially if the idea was that it was going to be like a retro World's Fair, where oh, yeah. like the nineteen oh four World's Fair, that would yeah. be amazing. Like we were going to be sort go. of optimistic about the future instead of just like, oh, hey, cool, we're all here for a couple of like because now the closest thing is the Olympics, where it's like, hey, for two weeks. Right. We're not going to kill each other in real life. We're just going to kill each other at sports. I mean, I mean, Putin, Putin literally waited until the day after the Winter Olympics ended before he invaded Ukraine. So, I mean, for like, you know, yeah, like, he waited. He was, he was doing his part. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was doing a solid for Xi Jinping. He's like, he's like, I'm not going to, hey, listen, China, I'm not going to ruin your, I'm not going to take your thunder. So I'll wait until a couple of days later and then I'm going to invade Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. we're going to still pretend like we're buddies and we get each other, even though I totally yeah. don't like you because of course I wouldn't because I don't like anyone because I'm a paranoid yeah. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> how, how's my, how does my Putin impression sound? Is it pretty good? Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it sounds good, good to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great job on Carousel of Progress. You're each going to get one point for that. <laughs> Uh, let's let's play our first game. It's time Ooh. for the Thunderdome. Ooh. Okay. Two men enter, one man leaves. And in this specific Four instance, women. two women will enter, yeah. and only one will leave. And uh, and these two women are so similar that the only reason you can tell the difference is because one was sleeping the whole time and the other one was poor. This fight will be between Aurora and Cinderella. Nice. So I ask you, who wins in a battle to the death? Hmm. I mean, there's something to be said about Cinderella could take Aurora when she's dead and sleeping. Yeah. But, well, I guess she's not dead. She's sleeping. But Aurora would sleep through the whole thing and then get Cinderella at the very end. So, I, uh, I mean, it's a thousand percent Cinderella. I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, please As do. one of three sisters... Even though they're her stepsisters, these bitches, we fight, we fight. And apparently her older, her two older stepsisters like beat her ass a lot, but she, you know, she knows how to fight. And if you've ever had two sisters, you know, you know how to fight and you might, you know, she probably lost because she's the youngest and they, they were, and they, they double teamed her, but she knows how to win Aurora. You know, she was an only child. She was spoiled by her daddy. You know, she runs into, you know, she runs into the woods because she's like, because I'm a man, I'm a man. No, no. 
Cinderella Actually, is going to beat is going to beat her ass. No, I'm going to take Team Aurora, and I'm going to tell you why. Aurora was Excellent. exiled from the uh, the castle because they were, her fair, parents were afraid she was going to die. So they sent her to the woods to live with fairies. And she basically, like on her 16th birthday, she was invited back to the castle because, you know, they thought the danger was over. But she defied her parents' wishes, pricked her finger on that thing, on the spindle, and slept for 100 years. Now, my girl, she is a rebel, and she will do whatever she wants. And she had people dying. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't doing it because she wasn't doing it yeah, because she, she was, was a rebel. She was doing it. She was doing it because she was like, she's stupid. She knew. Well, she knew about she the prophecy. Knew she wasn't supposed to do it. She, <laughs> she did it anyway. She knew about the prophecy. She knew and, she wasn't no, supposed no, to do no. it. She knew what oh, she knew. She was cursed. She did whatever people told her to do, and. Yeah, no, she got her ass kicked. Oh around, no, she, she no, she no, she, she no, she didn't do what everybody, go. you know, she she, she did. She not. yeah, she was she no. was raised okay, first of all, Aurora was raised by three fairies in the woods, okay? And right. what do they know what what do they know about fighting? They coddled her, they gave her anything that she wanted because what? she was also fairies she was also, against bad guys. Because she know, was against Maleficent at the end. Those bitches could fight. The fairies yeah. could fight. I'm sure they taught her how to fight too. Sorry, she, but and, Cinderella, and what, and what Cinderella was soft. Oh soft. shit! No, Cinderella she didn't was not even get. The, she didn't even get the. Okay, so first off, of all, he couldn't remember who she was. He had to try on the shoes on everybody, including her stepsisters. And then when he got to her, he's like, "Oh yeah, now I remember you." Nah. Okay, because because no, because uh, I mean, he's just a foot guy. I don't two, really. She don't, yeah, no. Cinderella had to do with two two older bitches that, that were like torturing her all the time and an evil stepmom. And she took and, it. And she took it. Yeah, and she took it until she until she gave it to them in the end. What did your girl have she to go didn't through? Give she was them in the woods. In the she, end. Was in the, she was in the woods being raised by fairies. Uh, Come on, man. Fairies killed Come Maleficent on. as a dragon. The fairies <laughs> killed dragon. Maleficent. The fairies killed Maleficent. Did Aurora kill Maleficent? We're not talking about did the fairies, did the fairy, um, did the fairy godmother uh, say? I'm sure uh, the no, fairies no, taught listen, her listen, to fight. If it was, if it was between the fairies from Sleeping Beauty and the fairy from Cinderella, I will go for the fairies from Sleeping Beauty. But we're not talking about the fairies. We're talking about Aurora and Cinderella. <laughs> and my money's on Cinderella. Cinderella. I got Aurora. <laughs> so here's here's my best case scenario. I that was that was a great that was a good battle. That was like legit happening. Um, my best case scenario for each is okay. Cinderella has been training, like she's been doing legit work all the time. So her hands are calloused. She's got to be like just she is ripped, right? Like she has okay, been wait. cleaning and building and fighting. All her life. So she is ready to scrap. I had to fight, fight all, all my life. life. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Aurora, on the other hand, Cinderella, won. My favorite description of Cinderella is from Shrek. She's a mentally abused shut-in with daddy issues. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but aren't we all? Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after COVID. Well, yeah. During exactly. COVID. Uh, uh, Aurora, on the other hand, well-rested. That's yes. a big thing. And uh, and the other end is, is that, you know, you have somebody who's basically got a Helen of Troy ability to inspire other people to fight on their behalf. You know, I mean, you, everybody, 
fairies, princes. To be effectively a corpse in the woods for a hundred years and just get all of the all of the richest people to show up to be like, hey, I, I gotta see if the if I'm okay. the one for this for this corpse. Um, that's pretty that's pretty serious. So uh yeah, I think you're both absolutely correct. And I I can't uh <laughs> I can't crown a victor. <laughs> well thought, but still Aurora. Yeah, Aurora. <laughs> Cinderella. Cinderella, ah. Aurora the spoiled princess, literally. Cinderella was not a princess. Cinderella married a prince and was about to become a queen of that bitch. Cinderella is a little yeah. more of a Meghan Markle character. Yes. No, Meghan Markle actually like worked. She was just like <laughs> knocked around by her step family. So a little, a little more like a Meghan Markle had a, a lesser had a Kardashian. That loved her. Is that the? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I just heard the Meghan Markle had a mother who loved her. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> um, two points each. Great job on the Thunderdome. Uh, let's let's hop into round number three. Uh, for round number three, Monica, do you have a vague idea about the three caballeros? My God, can I just tell you? I <laughs> loved that cartoon. Okay, because it was during the time where um disney was like really into like south america and we're three caballeros three gay caballeros they say <laughs> we are birds of a feather and it was um it was like donald Duck. i can't remember who the other ones were but it was this whole tv it was like this whole cartoon like set in south america and different um different countries in south america because i know and i don't know why Disney was obsessed with South America, but it was that's like where this, all the like, Nazis was, went. I know, right? <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. That's very yeah. There good. you go. Good drop. But, um, yeah. So, and it was like this. It was this cartoon. We used to watch this cartoon, and I never. Rem- I was like, we used to watch this cartoon when I was growing up, and I've never seen it in the lexicon of like Disney movies since. I mean, it was really, really probably racist. I mean, it probably was racist, but I don't remember it as racist when I was like eight years old watching this cartoon. But we used to watch, like, I remember the song. Um, there was this, um, I think it was Carmen Miranda was in it. And she's singing song, oh, skin, skin, ski, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, skin, skin. Come aqui para And it was in Portuguese. Anyway, I know the songs, man. I love Hell yeah. this cartoon. I love the three caballeros. They were in this, and it was like this, it was this, this weird Disney phase to like, you know, it was again, propaganda to like build for companies to go to South America, Coca-Cola, things like that. But I loved it. Very good. I love how much you love it. Like, I have nothing to add. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. This is, it is really like, it's a fun one because it is like, it's that golden age weird period in the 60s or 50s and 60s where they're doing the the hybrid of mm-hmm. live action with the animation a mm-hmm. lot. So it has a very travelogue vibe to it. You do feel like you're going to different places and they do. They go to like one state in Brazil. Little vignettes. Yeah, they're going, Mm -hmm. they're in Mexico. Uh, They're just kind of, I don't know. They they do a lot of little stops. Now, granted, they're sort of doing broad cultural references in each stop. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, um, that's what Disney does. Like, if you notice, they don't do accents for, we'll take The Lion King. Like, nobody there has uh, an actual African accent. And the, like, bad guy has a slightly effeminate British accent. So does the, uh, yeah, but the, not the, the toucan. But it's like, yeah. they all speak in standard American yeah. accents. But in in this one, there was like a little like I can't remember what I can't remember what it was, but he was like your host through the vignettes, and he did have a distinctive like it was a distinctive nondescript South American accent. Like he could be he could have been from anywhere. It's a very mm-hmm. loving American white sort of tourism thing where everything yeah. mm-hmm. is everything is quaint and twee and enjoyable, and. Mm-hmm. That's both a positive and a negative as we understand through history, which is what's cool mm-hmm. about all all of the past is that it turns mm-hmm. out like uh, lots of it are good and terrible in measures. <laughs> yeah, that's what so makes that's, it interesting, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so that's a fun one. Nice. Any any, yeah. any last thoughts about that, about the three caballeros? Yeah. Just love just oh. it. I used to watch it all the time. My brother and I used to watch it all the time growing up. Yeah, like I said, I love how much Monica loves it. I, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, the enthusiasm for that is is phenomenal. <laughs> I really, I, I appreciate it a lot. Because, um, yeah, I think it it is. It's, like, really fun. Because it is. It's it's like Donald Duck, and then there's, like, a, a green parrot guy. Yes, the parrot guy is the one that takes you to all the different countries. Yeah, whose name I think might be Jose. I can't remember. Oh, probably. Well, I mean, it's... <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being named Joseph in the, in no, another no, in another just, land, <laughs> but yes, it's a little on the nose, right? Yeah, or a little, on, nose, the right? yeah. Yeah. Or a little yeah. on the beak. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyway, and he, little, and he had a little white and he had a little white suit. Yeah, very, like, yeah, yeah. he was Ricardo Montalban before Ricardo Montalban because this is before Fantasy Island. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Little. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, Monica, two points. Lynn, one point. Yay. Round number four. Right. Lynn, do you have a vague mm-hmm. idea about, honey, I blew up the kid? <laughs> oh, God. I just know it's probably the worst of the series. Like, seriously, you did two shrinkings, and then all of a sudden, I guess they had to squeeze out a little more money. But if I'm not mistaken, that was one of the last movies that Rick Moranis was in because his wife, uh, I believe she died of cancer and he took care of his kids because of, uh, he wanted to be a present dad for them. So what I can tell you about the movie is it's awful. It is terrible. And I cannot tell you like any details because I just watched the movie with a dropped open mouth thinking, why? Why did they make this? Yeah. The shrinking ones were pretty cool, though. I like anything with miniatures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Babies, not so much. (laughs) No, uh, I was going to just tie the loads thing back in, but I think maybe I'll just leave it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get the giant baby. We don't need any more upsizing of things that are the right size as they are. Monica, anything about Honey, I Blew Up the Kid? Um, I think, I mean, I don't know. It was like the th- third one. Because, like, the first one was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And Rick Moranis plays, yeah, Rick Rick Moranis plays, like, a somehow he's, like, a scientist. And he has, like, a lab up in his, like, attic. 
and the ki- and the kids are not supposed to go. His kids are not supposed to go in there, and then they go in there, and then they they drink something. I can't. Or yeah, something happens, and they get drink ray of some sort. Yeah, it's 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 always some sort of tripod braced uh, laser. And then yeah, and then honey, I blew up. And then yeah, then honey, I blew up the kids. Is when it's an enlarging ray, and they turn into like fucking giants, like Ant Man, and like you know, um, Captain America: Civil War. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a it's no, just no. A, there was honey. A, I sh- we shrunk ourselves in between those. That, that, that was a was, was no, that? I the, thought that was a third. No, yeah. So it was hung, honey. I blew, honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I blew up the kids, or honey, I blew up the baby, or something like that. And then no, honey, so we shrunk ourselves. Yeah, honey, we shrunk ourselves. They like settled this. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's shrunk honey. I shrunk the kids. Mm-hmm. Then honey, I blew up the kid. Oh, okay. And then and honey, we shrunk ourselves. Shrunk and then honey, I shrunk the kids. The TV show. Yes. Oh, that one had the dude from um, from Bosom Buddies in it. I do remember Peter that. Peter Scolari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R.I.P. Rip. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, we said it at the same time. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Rick, Rick Moranis. And yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to go out of your uh, your career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be I able mean, to listen, take control. It costs, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it, you know, he made he made millions of dollars on it and he raised his kids and on the Upper West Side That's of Manhattan. True. So, you know, and I have to say, like, I remember because it, it came out when like around 87, 88, Nate, I'm sure. I think a little it. earlier. Oh, no, no. You're yeah. Yeah. 92 for Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. 89 oh, yeah, for Honey, but, I Shrunk the Kids. OK, because I was yeah. in like late middle school and, you know, it was one of the few movies that I was. I was allowed to go to by myself. The first one, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was in high school by the time I blew up the kids came out. So I didn't really pay attention to that one. But that was like, those were huge movies. Huge. Oh, huge. Yeah, they were massive. Everybody I remember, do, do you remember the uh, the ride, Honey, I, I Shrunk the Audience? Which was like yes, a in, uh, an in interactive the theater World, experience. In Disney World, there's a whole land. Well, there was. I don't know if it's still there, but you could go in and it was as if you had been shrunken. And oddly, they play Ray Lynch through the whole thing, which he's a new age or was. I don't know if he's still alive, but a new age composer. <laughs> so it's got this weird dreamy effect. Like, I'm sure if you took shrooms or if you acid, uh, <laughs> that would be super fun to go into. Well, now we have a plan. take a bunch of hallucinogens and go check out this park if it still exists yes it was as one does uh hollywood studios back in the day but again i I haven't been there in a while so i don't know if it's still there (laughs) well yeah great job both of you two points each uh great great little weird series right and yeah good job talking about rick moranis retiring and uh, i don't understand what the real function of inventing a ray that gradually causes something to grow over the period of weeks is. I mean, isn't um, that what your pills will do? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, but what, I mean, that's no, that's no, that those, those are the penis and larger. Pills. Yeah. 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 <laughs> slowly. Yeah. You slowly, Come you'll on. slowly grow that's bigger. Why and bigger. He, that's why he invented the ray. Everything is to enlarge penises. Honey, I blew up the dick. <laughs> I blew up my book. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, two points each. Um, it's time to play our second game. It's the one that Monica likes oh, the least. I love this one. We're gonna play. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. Nice. 
And each week for <laughs> okay. I see what you did there, you just got to you got to figure out what mashup I'm trying to hint you toward. These are all going to have Disney films in okay. them. So that should that should help. That should help. So okay. uh, Monica, number one. Okay. <laughs> that face. I'm ready. <laughs> Take that movie that Bell stars in and hook it up with a Shakespearean phrase of monstrous intercourse. Oh, I know what this one. Beauty and the bestiality? <laughs> oh my god. You're really close. I mean, okay, look, I'm gonna give you a point because uh with the clue I gave, that could very much work. Um, that wasn't exactly what I was looking for, but I know what it is. Okay, it's Beauty and the Beast with two backs. Yes, Lynn. Lynn oh! has it. Beauty and the Beast with two backs. You see what I did there? Uh, I do. I do. Beauty. That is Beauty awesome. and the Beast. I mean, that was that was that was that was that was a case of semantics. That was like that was a poorly. Yeah. 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 No. I, I. Hey. Look. I'm not. I'm not debating or arguing at all i'm with you on it beauty and the beauty terrible beauty and now and i will never see that movie the same way ever. i mean because that's yeah. literally what the isn't that literally what the movie is about yeah yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> I mean, there you go, there you go. <laughs> somebody's gonna have sex with a teacup too watch out oh oh why because <laughs> he's a boy hot <laughs> Oh wait, no, she was a pirate. I hope not. Chip. Oh, that's terrible. Somebody's gonna, somebody, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna, um, gonna cut up their dick if they try to fuck that chip. It's true. It's true. It's true. Just eating hot chip and lying. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's uglier as their human selves in that that movie. Like they look terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's kind of the point, mm-hmm. right? Is that they're not so, uh, yeah, we're supposed to be like, oh, you're gawky French people. Because once again, Disney is making a cultural play. If, if Beauty right. and the Beast took, took place in America, that teacup would turn into a hot young skateboarder. But instead, yes, he, he turns would. into like a gawky uh, later hosen. <laughs> well, not later hosen, but you know. His little, right. Yeah. He had his little pants and yeah, pantaloons. Because he believes in universal health care in addition. I mean, granted, like, he had a chip in him, so he understands. He understands loss. Yeah. And the need to so be he's like, no, I don't, I want to, I want to prevent anyone from experiencing that. I don't think it built character in me to be chipped my whole life. <laughs> so I don't that want anybody do. else to be chipped either. Exactly. And the state can handle that for me. It doesn't have to be an individual <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> Uh, all right, number two, Lynn. <laughs> yes. Don't call it a comeback when this actor slash musician ends up in a bobsled with Dougie Doug and John Candy. Uh, LL Cool J Runnings. LL Cool J Runnings is correct. You see what I did yes, there? I do. Yeah. All right. Monica, number three. All right. Some say the world will end. When this Vin Diesel tough guy babysitter movie combines with one of Robert Frost's most famous poems. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Um what was that? Um the Vin Diesel. It's like, oh gosh. Some can you can you repeat it again? Cause I know it. It's like in the tip of my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a whole lot of uh... some say the world will end. When this Vin Diesel tough guy babysitter movie 
combines with one of Robert Frost's most famous poems. Um, oh gosh, because it's like, oh my god, I, I know, I know the movie, I know, I know the movie, I know the poem, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to combine them. I don't, I, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm of no help on this one either because I cannot figure out how to make the um, uh, what's it called. I can't remember what the medieval movie is, so I can't. Yeah, oh, it's, sure, some, sure. it's something like, yeah. I'm thinking about The Rock, too, The Rock, because the, the Rock made a very similar one, too. thinking about, like, The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> yeah, The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. The Rock was but no, in, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, so, well, but Vin Diesel was, was in, was like, spy too. yeah, the Vin Diesel one, um, yeah, I know it, because I can see him, like, in the tutu on the cover holding a baby, but I Yeah, the, the Vin yeah. Diesel movie is named after the, uh, the name a person who is uh, avidly against war would take oh, on. Oh, the peace, the peacemaker. The- well, you would say that I'm a uh, this word that also oh, is oh, the pacifier. The pacifier. Okay. The pacifier. Okay, it's the pacifier. Yeah, but it's the pacifier. Like, Great. Fire, I'm going to get your point. Yeah, pacifier, fire, and then is it the pacifier and fire something yeah fire on the mountain fire in the woods or something. fire on the mountain that stupid fire yeah exactly uh um dead sign yeah some say the world will end in fire oh okay. some oh. say in ice oh oh the pacifier and ice yeah the pacifier and ice was what I was going for. Very good. You're each getting a point. Could you see what I did I there? I apologize to yeah. everybody for how painful that was. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's not painful. The, you're, you're yelling. They're probably yelling. It's like that. It's like that uh, wheel of fortune thing where where they <laughs> you see that clip. <laughs> yeah, that clip that went around. Where man, like Ooh. who would want to be on wheel of fortune now? Because the stakes are so high that if you can't put it yeah. together that day, like. I, I've had plenty of times where I'm trying to do simple word puzzles now and again, and I just cannot do it. I'm like, oh, that was the easiest thing ever. So the right. idea that yeah. you'd be on TV and then the internet would get a second crack at you or a thousand <laughs> second cracks at you. No, that didn't no happen thanks. in the eighties back no. in the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it did not. If you messed up, that was it. Nobody else saw it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Number four, Lynn. Okay. Yeah. This is what happens when a twin pair of strong, loyal women hatch a plan to get their parents together with the help of Fetty Wap. The parent trap trap music? Parent trap trap queen. Yes, the parent trap queen is correct. (laughs) Very good. Very good. (laughs) She's a trap queen. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend whose address is 1738 and apparently he does not know that song and so every time I like go to visit him I'm like 1738 he's like what are you talking about <laughs> and it kills me every 1738 <laughs> anywho that's my aside <laughs> that's great you guys both did excellent I see what you did there is over so you can exhale Yay. <laughs> and now for the makers of Palm ou Palm de terre it's la chose francais arbitraire that's the arbitrary french thing and the only thing that's french about it is the name oh Disney's annual revenue for 2021 was $67 billion. That is more than the GDP of Panama and Croatia, among others, 
And it's more than double the GDP of Iceland, Nepal, Honduras, and dozens of other countries. (laughs) Given that information, should Disney have social responsibilities like a nation because they have the influence of a nation or, or not? What do you think? I would argue yes. And they have more responsibility because as we've said earlier in the episode, they are arbiters of culture. So they do more to figure or to help is not the word I'm looking for. They do more to solidify what we think of as being culturally appropriate for the different places that they show us kind of um, than probably any country ever could. So yeah, pay your fucking taxes, Disney. Great. Monica, what do you think? Uh, I would argue not. And I agree that they are arbiters of culture and things like that. However, I think when you give them like the responsibility of a, of a small nation, I think you go down a slippery slope, much like um, when we said that corporations were people. And okay. so then, so then you would say that like, does Elon Musk deserve to have as much influence as the nation because he's worth like $67 billion or he earns like, you know, $70 billion in one year. Like, I don't know how much Jeff Bezos earned over the, over the, over the past two years during the pandemic. Does he take, does he take, does he have the social responsibilities of a nation? You might argue yes, but then you're also putting your, you're also putting power in one person's hands. And so well, I think that's, that's well. Elon Musk and uh, and Jeff Bezos, their wealth is actually concentrated into their companies. And again, I would say each of them has a responsibility. I think I think that, I think that they do, but I think that if you I think that if you enforce that, much like when you said corporate, you know, when we said I can't remember the the name of the Supreme Court case off the top of my head right now, but when we said corporations were people, and we saw you know, and we and we saw and we have seen and we are seeing the effects of that long you know the ramifications of that long term and into until now and looking at looking at the Koch brothers and all of the influence that they have I mean not to say that billionaires don't have influences behind the scenes but if we say that they have that then they can they can then um they can then put use that influence openly to, but they're going to use it in shadow and not pay taxes. Well, I mean, but they you, you're right, but they don't pay but, but nations don't pay taxes either. They they if they if they say that I'm a nation and I'm going to I mean, I don't pay taxes, I collect taxes. Nations collect taxes. So if you're they, saying hmm yeah. They, yeah. So if you're saying that if you're saying hmm. they're a nation, then they can tax their employees to get money from them. Because I'm a nation and you owe me taxes. Mm, I hate that I think that you're right about that. But also, <laughs> they're doing everything anyway. Yeah. yeah so, I think, that's, I think like, that's where I get stuck is that yeah. they're already acting as, I mean, it's, it's, it's like the movie Network, right? From 1974 or whatever. Corporations are the yeah. future, right? There are no nations anymore. It's just these businesses. And it's true. The businesses are dictating things. Like the reasons why certain kinds of international but, relations happen are purely on the backs of specific businesses yeah. and their interactions. But I but I will but I will I will argue that. So we, you know, as black people Lynn, we knew about how racist this country was. And then Trump 
became president and it became out in the open. So do we think it's better now that racism is out in the open? Or was it better when well, it was like, under I would cover? argue, yes, it's better that it's out in the open because finally white people believed us. It was like, well, we yes. kept saying the police are beating our asses and they're like, that's just a one-off thing. And Maybe yeah, if you and followed then, the but, rules, then yeah, you wouldn't but, get your asses beat. Two, but two years later, Black lives, do they matter as much as they did at the beginning of the pandemic? Well, there's something to be said about that because and, and, it's like they voted in And if you look at our political and if you look at our political landscape and you look at how blatantly racist like uh, Josh Hawley is and the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene went to and spoke at a white supremacist convention with no ramifications like is it better? Actually, I, I I come from the Midwest South, so I am absolutely cool with racism being in the open because you know where you stand. Yes, you don't have but, to guess. You don't yeah. have to like be strung up onto a tree before you think, oh shit, yes, this is racism. So, but I'm just saying, that. I don't I don't know that it's. I mean, it's better. For, it's better <laughs> for us. Is it better? Is racism is better? It better? Is better? better? But I'm just saying that, like, yes, we yes we know this is happening, like, undercover. But, you know, if, if, if corporations did this, like, out in the open, would that, really, would that really change anything? Like, people would still be like, oh, I love Disney. Really? Because it hasn't really changed. Because even when, even when people were mad at Disney, conservatives are mad at Disney for, like, having go. gay kisses, they still fucking go. So yeah. right. It would only really matter if there was any sort of democratic check on a business, right? right? Like if the employees then, if part of this becoming a pseudo nation state meant that Disney employees got an open up down vote that was not influenced by any sort of managerial uh, violence or whatever to say, right. oh, hey, we don't like Bob Iger. He's out. And we're going to bring in a new right. person who's going to do stuff yeah. that we like. Um, and we know, and we know even the most liberal corporations, aka Starbucks, was supposed to be like, oh, look at this liberal bastion of a corporation fucking does union yeah. busting. Right, so, right. like, you know, they're like, oh, we give you this and we give you this. And if you, even if you work part time, you get full benefits and you get this. And they're, and they're still fighting against, you know, so yeah. against unions and against, um, and against like, combined bargaining power right well because monica the whole point of giving benefits out is to control your employees more you don't give benefits because Mm -hmm. they're individual people who have rights you give them because it's to incentivize their continued allegiance yeah and if you and if you and if corporations become pseudo nation states they can claim that you don't get to you don't get to um you don't get to the government, our government, you don't get to decide how we run, how I run my nation state. If I want, yeah. my, if I want my nation state to be like Dan Price and be like a socialist bastion over here, then that's fine. But we know that corporations are evil and they're not going to choose to be socialist bastions. They're actually going to choose to be even more fascist and evil. So then you're just going to create all of these tiny fascist evil cor- con- con- pseudo states within this nation that we then have no control over because if I say that I'm a nation and I have sovereignty, AKA like, you know, like what they do with American Indians, 
or the you know the indigenous yes. people then they don't have to so, help them or they, they don't then they don't have to help them and you don't get any say in how i run my you don't get any say in how i run my nation state because i have i have nash i have sovereignty as a nation yeah yeah that's I, that's really interesting because that does that does logically lead to the fast food wars uh that were referenced in the movie demolition man Mm -hmm. oh man i love that movie so much you have no idea (laughs) yeah so it's a great movie i just watched it a month or so ago yeah it's a great movie (laughs) you know you're also you're also relying on corporations to have morals and values that are you know some some do some don't but like you know we didn't even get like a 40 hour work week until into workers and from the bottom up like none yeah. like none of the social societal changes that we see now such as having a weekend and you know only working eight hour days and things like that none of that happened because you know some corporation some guide manager was, was you know what i think it was benevolent like you know what i think my workers work too much let me give them a day <laughs> off let me give them two days off oh yeah yeah no yeah. it happened because we no so you're we have you know, a so uh, if you, yeah so if you're relying a, on we have an annual to be story that we tell um, ourselves. Yeah, about exactly. The whole if you're relying thing. on corporations to be beneficent. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're gonna wait until you die. Until you're. You can hold your breath until you die. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you would just have. Now, granted, you could. Uh, you could appoint them. Uh, you could give them that level of notoriety, but yeah, the and results. Who's to say? But you know, it would just be like a humanitarian crisis every single yeah. time. And yeah, you wouldn't and have any to say reason. that, like, as a sovereign nation, going back to the demolition man, McDonald's couldn't invade Burger King and take over their fucking shit. True, true. Plus, we have all these company town things that are popping up, like Amazon wants to build one, Ooh. and uh, you know, and those Disney. things are very problematic too, because that is ultimately a nation stating. Do people of not a remember the first time they tried that, or the I should say the last time they tried things like company uh, towns? Like, like uh, yeah, I mean, was that look, was like that depression things. really that great, guys? Can we do better? <laughs> I think we could have I an even greater feel depression. Like Yes, I feel like we could like double the impact of what could happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't try hard enough in the 30s. We did not. Yeah. Uh, great job. Two points each. That was excellent. <laughs> We're going into the final topic, and you are amazingly Ooh. tied at 14 points. So Ooh, wow. This this last topic will decide who wins. And I know that okay. you are both famously competitive. <laughs> Not just with one another, but generally speaking. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I, I, what, what? <laughs> I made it I up. No I made idea. it up. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Monica. Yeah. Do you have a vague idea about UB uh-huh. iWorks? About what? UB iWorks. UB iWorks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. UB. That's um, UB. Uh-huh. Second word, I W E R K S. Ub Iwerks. Ub Iwerks. Um, I think isn't Ub I wasn't Ub Iwerks um in the name of the the company that um the dad worked for in um Inside Out 
that Pixar movie in or like yeah about the emotions that that's a Pixar movie right and yeah, so the yeah dad that's, a, that's for, a Pixar movie the, 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 yeah the dad worked for uh, I worked you would see like he was in um he was in the subway and then it was like of iWorks was like above was like on the subway um above his head um and uh and that's why they moved from where they were so that he could go work at this um so that he could go work at this place and so the dad because the dad was like a software engineer or something like that so that's why they, and that's why they moved and that's why I had they had to leave their home in Iowa to move to San Francisco or wherever I think it was said in San Francisco but that's what it is all right yeah. all right that's a great answer. Lynn, Ub Iwerks. Do you have a vague idea? I feel like vaguely, I vaguely have an idea. I feel like Ub Iwerks is something in Disney World in Tomorrowland, but I could be absolutely wrong about that. I feel like there are gears somewhere in there with the sign Ub Iwerks. But like my, my memory escapes me, so I don't know for sure if I just made that up or if that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you both made something up, and that's what matters. <laughs> of Iwerks is, well, was, living from 1901 until 1971, an American animator, cartoonist, and character designer who invented oh. and drew Mickey Mouse. <gasps> he just recently, yeah, oh, yeah. He worked with Walt Disney, but he is the man who made Mickey exist. He also he created. A real yeah, Ub Iwerks. What? I believe it's it's Ubi Ert Iwerks. Uh, wow. It was Americanized to take one of the U's or one of. The, anyway, look, it's yeah. it's a complicated <laughs> name, but uh, very oh. interesting. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> he also created Oswald name. the Lucky Rabbit. Oswald went nowhere. Yeah, no. Oswald, Os- I know Oswald, Oswald hung out in twenty-seven animated shorts. Up until 1938, and then I guess his stand on the war ended his career. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he was for the Nazis. Yeah, so he was, yeah. He, was, he, was a, he was a he was the one that sent uh, Donald to the Nazi factory to build artillery shells. <laughs> he betrayed. He bet, he betrayed. So I'm I'm going to give you each one point, which means you're still tied. So you have a okay. choice. You can either accept this tie. Do you want to accept the tie, or do you want, uh, or do you want to do a bonus question? I mean, I can accept the tie. I can accept what? the tie. What? All right. All right. What? I, I'm impressed. I didn't think she'd go that way. Then it's a tie. <laughs> You've yeah, accepted it. You are both winners this week, and you are both <laughs> also losers with 15 oh, points. Um, but. You're not you're not losers to me. It's just that's just the way the game works. I I think you're both phenomenal people, and uh, just the fact that you tolerate coming on this show more than once is a real gift to me and to the world. So much fun. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations, um, Monica. Anything you. that you would like to plug as a half yes. winner of the show? Yes, I would. I mean, by the time that this comes out, it'll probably be a moot point, but. Uh, I hope you're all writing and calling your senators to have them confirm Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Can I just tell you that I love that her husband's name is Jackson and he's white as fuck. <laughs> 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 I just love it. I just, just 
like, you know, Jackson is not is not typically what you would think of as a, as a white person. A white guy's but, name, uh, yeah. A white guy's <laughs> name, but he's yeah. So I hope you're, you know, I hope, and if not, then I hope that you are. And she's already been confirmed. I hope that you write your senators and say thank you, all of those things. But that bitch is badass. I cannot wait to see her on the Supreme Court. And I hope that you all send big ups to whoever, you know, you believe in that uh, Clarence Thomas dies. There you go. All right. All right. Just uh, just stick a needle in your Clarence Thomas voodoo doll for Monica. (laughs) <laughs> do it <laughs> oh, great um lynn anything that you would like to plug nothing beyond the fact that i get to sit in the sun and drink my ties literally for hours for the next few days so highly recommend if you can do it <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah i co-sign everything monica just said great so and you're the plugging most, the most radical thing that black women can do is sit their asses down and rest man oh yeah yeah yes. yeah absolutely do it i do like that your plug was a flex on everybody who isn't doing <laughs> that though a, oh yeah sorry uh, yeah. Big, low key that was, that, was, that was a low that was a low that was a low key flex that was like <laughs> it's not a flex it's just my life right now yeah, yeah. I'm, hey, look, so now it's a humble brag instead of a flex. So that's fine. <laughs> <There's> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, I'm having a great time, though. Highly Whatever, haters. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I love y'all. <laughs> Thank you both so much for being on the show. This was so much fun. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Nate. Yeah. Good well, to and, see you, and, Monica. Yeah. Good to see you. I know we got to hang out. We don't see each other as much as we used to. I know. <laughs> very sad <laughs> I, yeah I, I, she's like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be thinking about that while i'm drinking my chai by the infinity pool i know i'll i'll call you tomorrow okay FaceTime <laughs> i'll facetime you i'll facetime you <laughs> can i change Thanks my mind about the tie breaker <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go yeah now let's oh, let's no. bring it let's bring it back Loser. <laughs> uh, uh, listeners to this podcast if you like this show please subscribe rate and review us wherever you listen uh, you can also check out roll for blank streets of mage my actual play dungeons and dragons podcast that still has i don't know a dozen episodes you might enjoy it do everything that monica said and do everything that uh, that lynn said do it they know what they're talking about do yeah, what they do. say That's just the rule. Find them on social media and whatever they decree, do it. It will make the world better. (laughs) I don't know, Nate. (laughs) It'll mostly make the world better. Like, look, whatever either of you two ever look. Don't don't follow, don't follow Lynn if you are thin skinned. That's all I got. That's all I got to say about that one. I post nothing but uh, black empowerment, uh, cat memes and fart jokes. Yeah. It, and it's all hilarious. I love it. Like I like I like cultural takedowns because all of this is bullshit anyway. It's just all made up. So anybody who's precious about reality is uh well, they're just they're hitching their star to the wrong thing or their wagon to yes. the wrong star. I don't know what the <laughs> hitching phrase their, is. Hitching their star to the yeah. Hitching yeah. their wagon Wait. to the wrong star. Yeah. Wait, yeah. No. Good. Shouldn't there be a horse to, with a wagon? Hitch oh, no. your star to a horse wagon the wrong way <laughs> and you can't make them drink we are good at analogy. i'm pretty sure that is the plot of a disney movie it's gotta be one of the ones from no, it will be one of the 1939 <laughs> ones 
<laughs> Thank you guys again. This was a lot the of really fun. racist one. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You didn't even talk about Song of the South, Nate. Oh no, I know. Well, I mean, I alluded to it by saying Zippity Doo Dah at the beginning. But... Which I will say, like Zippity Doo Dah was one of my favorite songs as a kid. It's like I still remember just like singing it in choir. It's and I had no right? context for it because I I have never in my life seen Song of the South. I mean, really? I yeah. mean. Oh, slaves man. used to sing it in the field, right? So obviously they were. No, that's an original Disney song. But when I was I know, a kid, I know. Yeah, well, when I was a kid, I used to go to this day camp where they would show a song of the South at least once a summer. And I remember wow. being about 10, between nine and 12. And I saw this multiple times. I remember thinking, this can't be okay. Like, this cannot be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, uh, what is it? The ride Splash Mountain still has all of the um, well, yeah, the Song of the South stuff. So there are people who thought that Uncle Ben was a rice magnate. We have <laughs> cultural problems in this country oh, where we don't yeah. understand when manipulations are happening. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> we have all had a vague idea about Disney this week. And if I don't get sued, that's a good thing because the devil <laughs> is in the details. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> that was awesome. Vague ideas written and produced by me, Nate Regolia. Information about topics often come from Wikipedia. So, hey, why not donate a bit to that? Sound effects are Creative Commons public domain. If you like this podcast, tell a few people and subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. And if you happen to like reading science fiction, check out the small press I started with my friend Sean Grokowski. You can find Spaceboy books at readspaceboy.com.